Welcome back to the Express Podcast, where we talk about art, design, and all forms of creative expression. In today's podcast episode, we're going to be talking about the music industry, including newly released albums. I'll also be reviewing them, as well as going to my favorite artists, songs, and albums of all time. We'll also be covering what has been going on in hip-hop culture and just things like that. So let's get into this week's episode. So just a quick disclaimer, I want to tell you what type of music I'm into, because that may affect or influence the way you listen to this episode. So basically, I exclusively listen to rap and hip-hop music. I try to listen to other genres and expand my music tastes, so I have more of a diverse style and outlook on music, but I just can't listen to anything else. I also mainly listen to current music and rap because I find it hard and I struggle to go back and listen to old music or even songs that I have in my playlist for a long time because I just love to listen to the new stuff, so I definitely have a bias for new music, so definitely keep that in mind. Because of that, I mainly only add like 12 songs to my playlist at a time, and I just listen to those songs like over and over and over again on repeat until new music comes out. And then I listen to the latest releases. That's why when there isn't much rap music coming out like there was before, it was like a struggle because I had to go back and listen to songs in my playlist, which were like so overplayed. But the rap industry is looking really good right now in terms of like new music coming out. There are a lot of good songs and albums to listen to right now, which we'll get into on this podcast. So my favorite albums of all time are Multiply by Ed Sheeran, Heroes and Villains by Metro Boomin, Dawn FM by The Weeknd, Miss Morale and the Big Steppers by Kendrick Lamar, 12 Carat Toothache by Post Malone, I Never Liked You by Future, Destined to Win by Lil TJ, Savage Mode 2, Her Lost by Drake and 21 Savage, Kanye West Donda and Donda 2, Tyler the Creator, Call Me If You Get Lost and I'll add The Estate Sale too. So Multiply is my favorite album of all time because of the personal connection I have with it. When I was 12, I visited the US and I went into some random corner store and I was looking at the albums and I saw this green cover with just this black cross over it and something about it just caught my attention and I just couldn't look away. Something just held me and compelled me to buy the album. And so I did and on that trip, I visited LA, San Francisco, New York, Texas and on every road trip when we were in the car, I would listen to it all the way and I was just so into this album. And even now, every single time when I have something going on in my life or if I'm struggling or a big change is coming up, I would just listen to this album and it will take me out of the situation and just make me feel so much better. So this album to me is like an escape and that's why Multiply by Ed Sheeran is my favorite album ever. I can't decide whether the song One or I'm a Mess is my favorite song from the album Multiply. I also like Tenor FC and of course Photograph and Thinking Out Loud are great songs as well. It's just crazy to think that like a lot of these songs have like over 2 billion streams but it's really cool to see how his music is able to create such an impact among people. I think Ed Sheeran is one of the greatest artists of all time. He's always been my favorite artist and will continue to be. I do like his most recent album Subtract but for me Multiply will forever be his best album and of course his first album Plus is also a great album but, but since I have such a close connection to this album I feel like nothing else can compare. Like anytime I try and listen to a new album or compare it or say it's better, I just like reflect and listen to Multiply and it's just like nothing can even get close to the level that it's at. And I don't really know why. I, f- I feel like it just it just speaks to me in some way. It was just such a big part of like my growing up and it just became like a big escape for me and just really helped me get through a lot. So Ed Sheeran, I would love to have you on the podcast someday. I know that sounds so disingenuous, but really I love your music and it has had such meaning in my life. So I would love to interview you someday if you would let me. I think that would be a great episode. I really like that's just a shot in the dark, but like you never know what will happen. So uh, let's see where it goes. Heroes and Villains by Metro Boomin is my second favorite album of all time. 
because every single song is a hit on there. There are no misses. I can listen to every song repeat and like never get sick of them. All of the songs have the best features, the best beats, and the sounds are produced so well. I also think that a lot of artists had their best songs or verses on this album. I feel like all the artists on the album like came together and they really wanted this to be one of the best hip hop albums of all time. And I think it possibly will be. 12 Count Truthache by Post Malone is my third favorite album on this list. And I know it's probably not the best Post Malone album, but to me it's my personal favorite because it came into my life at a really important time when I had a lot going on and there was I was hearing a lot of bad news and it just really helped me to get my mind off things and it helped me to get through a lot of tough times and it just helped me to take a like an escape from life sometimes and so it had a really big impact on me and um and so I can't wait for the next album like I'm really anticipating it. I think it was produced really well. There was a lot of hit songs and underrated songs like Wasting Angels with The Kid Leroy and Cannot Be A Sadder Song with Gunner. I just really like Post Malone's albums and I can't wait to see the next one that comes out. Dawn FM by The Weeknd is another one of my favorite albums. I know it's probably not The Weeknd's best album, but it definitely is my favorite because I was listening to it with 12 Character Toothache. They came out around the same time and it was just like the best combination of like sounds. I think this album is more of an experience than anything. I really like the theme of how it's like coming through like a 80s like radio broadcast. It's just a really cool concept to me. There are a lot of good songs like Sacrifice and Out of Time. But I also like Here We Go Again with Tyler the Creator and I Heard You Married with Lil Wayne. For some reason, I don't know if anyone has seen Cabinet of Curiosities, but every weekend album's theme reminds me of like this episode that was like set in the 80s where a group of like famous people get invited to a rich musician's house. And they sit on this like couch around this table in like a circular room with like yellow fluorescent lights and they put on music that like perfectly matches the mood and type of music they like it's like psychedelic type of sounds that's what the weekend's music sounds like to me let me know if you get that reference miss morale in the big steppers now i'm going to be honest i wasn't really familiar with kendrick lamar's music aside from the main hits like money trees humble and family ties which are huge songs by the way with over like a billion streams but since his new album got so much media coverage and because it hadn't and because he hadn't released an album in like five years i really wanted to check out i really wanted to check it out and i had to listen to it a few times because the first time i didn't really like it but now i think it's really good and i, I think i just needed some more time to appreciate it my favorite song in the album are N95, Purple Hearts, and Silent Hill with Kodak Black, which is like a really good song. I Never Liked You by Future, and I don't think people probably like appreciated or respected this album enough. While it's probably not regarded as his best studio album, it's my favorite. And my favorite song of all time is on it, which is Wait For You by Future, Drake, and Thames. There are also good songs like 7-12pm and I'm That- Wait, bro, what the fuck is this? Uh, anyway, I'm not gonna say that one. Anyway, there's Puffin' on Zoots, which is a really good song. It's so like melodic and cruisy. I listen to it all the time. And then you have Like Me with 42 Dog, who is really underrated in my opinion, and then Lil Baby as well. I think this song is really underrated for how good it was. The flows were like back and forth and there was like really complement each other really well, like with the rap styles and flows. I actually think the whole album is like really underrated. I definitely recommend you check it out and like re-listen to it. I also wanted to point out how like good Future and Drake are together on a feature. I know they had a collab album, but I feel like they need another one. All his best songs from this album are with Drake. I think that Future is the best rapper in my opinion. That's also biased because he's my favorite, but I think he's the best feature artist. The only rappers that really compare are 21 Savage and Travis Scott. But for the amount of features he's on, where he just like doesn't miss on a verse and like carries most of them honestly is like insane. He charges 250,000 feature but it's definitely worth it for the amount of work he puts in. And every verse he is on, it just like hits. Like he just has such a 
unique sound and voice and like style of delivery. Destined to Win by Lil TJ is a great album and one of my favorites for sure. It has a great mix of like chill melodic flows and mixed in with rap and almost like trap beats and verses. I think the best songs are Born To Be Great, What You Wanna Do and Life Changed. But you can really listen to any of these songs and just like bump them in any type of mood. Life Change is one of my favorite songs of all time and is so underrated on this album. Every time I listen to it, I literally get like, I literally get like chills. And I don't know why, it's just like, it speaks to me in some way. It's just like so underrated and it has the same amount of streams as World Watching by Fivio Foreign, which is also a really good song. I think these two just really work together and complement each other's sounds really well. There are also obviously hits like Calling My Phone, Headshot and Run It Up, which are all good songs and also huge by the way. And I'm gonna make a crazy claim right now, but I think this might be one of the best recent hip hop albums. And I know that album came out like two years ago, but I also can't wait to listen to his new album, 222, more because the first few listens, I really liked it. Also, why is there always like a two in the song titles and album titles? I don't know, that might be like his angel number or something. I'm not too sure about the backstory behind it, but yeah, I think it's a really good album and I'm gonna continue to play it and listen to it. Savage Mode 2 by 21 Savage has become one of my favorite albums. I used to listen to it all the time when it dropped. But I had a period this year where I went back and replayed a lot of the songs and it's a really, really good album. And I'm going to be honest, I saw a lot of the sounds trending on TikTok and that's why I went back and re-listened to it. But I think the best songs from the album are honestly the first six, which include Runnin', Glock In My Lap and Mr. Right Now with Drake. I think that also 21 Savage has like never missed on a track. I feel like all his songs are really good and especially his features that he does. I especially like the ones with Drake and his album Her Loss. So when deciding on a Drake album to add to this list, I couldn't figure out if I liked Her Loss or Certified Loverboy better. And I know these aren't Drake's best albums, and a lot of people say that Scorpion or Take Care are his best albums. But I only recently started getting to Drake's music more, and I didn't really listen to those albums, so I can't really have a take on them. But I have probably heard a few of his hit songs and main songs from those albums. But that's really it, like I haven't really listened to it any further. I like basically all the features in CLB with songs like Girls Want Girls, Fair Trade, Way Too Sexy, Knife Talk, and You Only Live Twice, which I think is like such an underrated song on this album. But thinking back on it now, Her Loss had like no skips. All the songs in that album were like really good. I remember as soon as it dropped, like I instantly started liking it and there are not a lot of albums I can like say that for. I also added all the songs from that album to my playlist and I like listened to them like over and over again. And I think a lot of people had the same thing. They were like putting it on repeat. And that's why a lot of the songs blew up and like so big. Drake and 21 Savage are probably my most listened to artists right now. I think they were on the top of my Spotify raps. The best songs from that album for me were On Bullshit, Spin About You, More M's, but of course you have Rich Flex and Pussy and Millions by Travis Scott. I feel like all the recent Drake music has been really good. For instance, I couldn't stop listening to Search and Rescue and I had that on repeat like nonstop and I can't wait for his next album to come out. Now Donda, and I know Kanye West is under a lot of fire right now, and it's kind of a hot topic to be honest, but I tend to separate artists and their music and just see them for their talents and not for their actions. For instance, I think what Chris Brown did was really bad, but but I still like his music, and same as Kanye, but obviously what Ye did was a lot worse. Damn, that's going to be controversial, but getting away from that, I think Donda was a really great album. I like the songs Off The Grid with Fivio Foreign and Playboy Cardi. I also like Hurricane with The Weeknd and Lil Baby as well as Praise God with Baby Keem and Travis Scott. I obviously couldn't listen to Donda 2, but there are a few songs that they release, including True Love with XSX Temptation, which is a great song, and also City of Gods with Fivio Foreign and Alicia Keys, as well as I was able to listen to Happy with Kanye West and Future. And this song right here was actually a banger. Like, it's probably one of Future's best verses. I don't know how I was able to get access to it. 
but I think someone must have recorded it and posted it on Spotify or something, like using some AI thing or I don't know. It was on there for a while and I listened to it like over and over again. It was on repeat. It was such a hit song, so so good. But I know the album was initially posted on like some speaker, like pod thing, which you had to buy. And, and that's why the streams were so low, I feel like, because no one like wanted to spend the money and actually like get it. And But if they released it on Spotify, I feel like it would have been huge. And also I want to know what you guys think. Was it a good business decision or was it a bad business, business decision? I personally feel like it wasn't very calculated or they didn't like think it out properly first before dropping it. Call Me If You Get Lost, The Estate Sale by Tyler The Creator is one of my favorite albums he has released. I know a lot of people will probably say Flower Boy or Igor is his best album, but for me it's this one. My favorite songs were Sorry Not Sorry, Wolf Talk with ASAP Rocky and Stuntman. I remember watching the music video for Sorry Not Sorry and it was really good. I think I also watched a breakdown. It was really cool to see the explanation because it showed all the different Tyler The Creator characters from the other albums he has put out. And having them all together on one music video was like a really cool mo moment for like Tyler The Creator fans. And that's something I really like about Tyler The Creator is he always changes his style and fashion to like match the theme of the album. I also like how he's so experimental with his music and sound. Like I said for Travis Scott, it's like an experience listening to his albums. Similar to Travis Scott also is like his business ventures which I'm also really interested in. For one, he had a clothing brand called Golf Wang, which is a really funny name, um, which is also really cool. He also had a collab with Converse where he was able to creative direct and come up with his own shoe designs, which is something I would love to do. Like that's like an ideal career, career for me. I also listened to one of his interviews and I think he's just really an, an interesting person and a creative. And I would love to interview Tyler the Creator one day and tap into his insights because I think it would be a really good podcast one day. Also, I think he has like the best fans and supporters too. Like they're all like creatives and artists and designers as well. And I feel like his own style with like the cherry bomb kind of colorful aesthetic has like, influenced a lot of designers and their styles. I think he has had a profound impact on like the culture and the creative industry, which I feel like Tyler Creator isn't recognized enough for. It's Only Me by Lil Baby was such a good album and one of my favorite rap albums ever. No one will agree with me here, but I'm okay with that. I think it's honestly his best album. Everyone says My Turn or Drip Harder was his best album. But for me, it's this one right here. I think I've genuinely listened to it like a hundred times. I have all the songs saved on my playlist and like in rotation. And every now and then I will like tap back into it and put it on in the car or while I'm working and I will just like flow. It's such a good chill album that you can like always listen to and just like never get tired of. My favorite songs for the album were Perfect Timing, Not Finished, Everything, and I think an underrated song from that album that's not talked about is Shice Talk. I think it's a 10 out of 10 album and I can't wait to see what he releases next. So now I wanted to go over the newly released albums which include Business is Business by Young Thug, Pink Tape by Lil Uzi, A Gifted a Curse by Gunna, 222 by Lil TJ, Almost Hill by Lil Durk, and Metro Boomin presents Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. So Business is Business by Young Thug for me is a great album. I honestly think it's a 10 out of 10. I'm not just saying this and I'm not biased because I hadn't really listened to Young Thug before because I didn't really like his sound to be honest, but this album might have changed my mind about his music. The best songs for me were Jonesboro, Cars Bring Me Out with The Future, Oh You Went with Drake, which is like my favorite song right now, and With The Racks by Young Thug, 21 Savage, and Travis Scott. Pink Tape, I haven't got through the entire album yet, from the songs that I've heard, I think it's really good. Everyone was waiting in anticipation for this album, and I think it met the expectations. I feel like a lot of people in the hip-hop scene, especially, want artists to be more experimental with their flow. But once they do decide to change this, they get a lot of hate and criticism for it. Like, look what happened with Whole Lot of Red by Playboy Cardi. It was really different, and everyone, like, hated on it. 
at first, but then it became like this big thing and like really defined his whole brand and style, making his fan base so much bigger. And I think that's what happened. And I think that's what's happening with Lil Uzi. I think he's changing his style and trying a bunch of different things and being ex experimental to see what works. I think like every artist should be this way. I think this is a really good album and with a few more listens, I will get a better feel for it. But from the first few listens, my favorite songs were Flood of the Face, A with Travis Scott. I really like how this song had a like villain type of theme, like the Metro Boomin album. And then you have Mama I'm Sorry, which is another, al another song I really liked and an underrated song from Pink Tape by Lil Uzi. I also think Endless Fashion will be like a huge song. Maybe not bigger than Just Wanna Rock, but like still really big. So overall, I think Lil Uzi's a great artist. I really like his album. I think it was really good. I loved how it was so experimental and just the crossovers between different genres was really cool to see. And it takes like a really talented artist to be able to do this. A Gift and a Curse by Gona for me was a really good album. I particularly think that the songs Back to the Moon, Fuck You Mean and Bread and Butter were really good songs. Like it's funny because you can definitely see based on the streams what songs were like added to a popular playlist before the album releases. My favorite song is definitely Cash Shit and Rodeo Drive. I think it's honestly really impressive how he's able to make such a good album with like no features. Like my favorite Gunner album was DS Forever and he had features by Young Thug, Lil Baby, Drake and Future. I'm not saying that this is on par or that it can even compare because it's just so different, but it's just cool to see a solo album from Gunner because I'm just such a big fan of his music. But I would also like to see another album with some features. Because I'm such a fan of the melodic kind of sound in rap, which I think Gunner does so well with, I think I especially like this album. He also has like such a unique voice and like flow. I really can't wait to see what he drops next. 222 by Lil TJ. This album literally just dropped, so this is going to be a really early review. But I really like this album. I thought it was really great. It had a lot of good songs. My favorite song was Scared To Be Lonely. And then you have Too Grown with The Kid Leroy and the song I Forgot I Was The One. Obviously, his feature songs with like Fivio Foreign, Youngboy and Polo G were really good as well. I feel like this was overall a really good album. My favorite Lil TJ album is still, of course, Destined to Win, but I think True to Myself is also a great album with some like insane songs too. I also just realized that all the albums have like the number two in them and it's like adding up to this latest album, which is 222. I wonder if this was like planned out, it seems to be, but like, I don't know. It also could be like an angel number or something. I think that Lil TJ is one of the best hip hop artists out right now because he has defined and found like his own like melodic kind of style. I feel like the chill kind of rap is like the best music to listen to, especially in the car on like the drive home. I think that it could be like my favorite type of rap and I think Lil TJ is definitely up there too. Almost Healed is also a really good album as we just talked about the chill kind of melodic style of rap, which I think this album has, but I also think it has more of the traditional rap and like trap kind of beats. I think this is honestly Dirk's best album, second to maybe 7220, but this is my personal favorite album. I only recently started tapping into his music in like the past few years. I know he's been rapping for like 10 years, but I feel like he's still making really good music and he's like near the top of the rap industry and like constantly rising. I really like the theme of this album coming from like trauma and the loss of Vaughn and like everything that was going on in the rap industry. I think that starting the album off with like a therapy session was like a really good way to introduce the album and have like this continued theme. And I also really liked the like the cover art for the album because I'm like a designer. I liked all the songs and could listen to them whenever in any type of mood. And after the album dropped, I added all the songs to my playlist and I had them on repeat. Highlights for me were the songs Pele Coat, Never Again and Put Em On Ice. And those are like the first three singles from the album. I think that's what Lil Durk does so well is like he doesn't rely on like features a lot. And I feel like his best songs were like just him on this album. 
My favorite feature was Never Imagined with Future and Lil Durk, but I also like War About It with 21 Savage and Grand Song with Kodak Black. And also, of course, Juice World and Morgan Wallen's songs were really good, and I think that's the song I have the most plays on. Another thing Durk does really well with his music is, like, experiment with other genres and artists and, like, adapt his style and flow to fit the theme of the song. For instance, tapping into country music with, like, Morgan Wallen, I think those collab songs are, like, some of his best. And I think he really realizes the pull and attention he could get from tapping into country music because Morgan Wallen is like the biggest artist and who like basically made like country music as big as it is today and the reason it's really popular right now and I feel like he like dominates the space honestly. Overall the album Almost Hill by Lil Durk is probably one of the best rap albums out right now. I think it's Lil Durk's best album and I've already listened to the album so many times but I think it's just something that you never get sick of and it just keeps getting better with every listen. And I think this album is honestly a 10 out of 10. Every song, even the singles are just like so good and of course like the features are great as well. There are like no skips on this album and I'm going to continue to listen to it on repeat. Okay, Metro Boomin presents Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. I think this album was really good. I thought it would be rushed because Heroes and Villains literally just came out, but I really don't think it was. The choice of features were really good. Their voice, style, and flow pairs really well. The best songs for me were Annihilate with Sway Lee, Lil Wayne, and Offset, which is like the only song you need to listen to because it's like the best from this album. I also really liked All The Way Live with Future and Lil Uzi, who of course works so well together from their like collab album. And then you have Calling with Sway Lee, Nav, and A Boogie. Then Self Love with Koi Ray, who has a new album that just came out. There are honestly a few songs that I didn't like and I can name them, but I won't. It's not good when you can name them because they aren't effective filler songs if that's the case. But overall, I think the album's good apart from those few songs. Like the first few songs are hits, like the first few ones are great. And I would actually give this album like a 7 out of 10, just like an honest rating. And and really, like I don't know how Metro Boomin does it. Like he literally just released Heroes and, Villa Heroes and Villains and did another version. On top of that, he featured and performed at Rolling Loud and made the track for Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. And it all feels like in the space of like three weeks to a month. And it's insane. Like he also produced on Young Thug's new album and like a bunch of other singles that came out recently. I just don't know how it keeps up. Like maybe a few of these projects have been in the works and in production for a while or maybe even a few years. But he must just be getting so much work now, especially because of the success of Heroes and Villains. Like I know he probably has like an insane team. And he said on the Full Sam podcast that he collabs with other producers and DJs. But it must be crazy for him right now, especially I feel like every second rap song that comes out is like produced by him. And they're all like the best like hit songs with the best beats and production. I think there are going to be much more albums produced by him, especially because he's so tapped in and like connected with a lot of the big rappers. And like he came up with a lot of them. There are artists like 21 Savage, Future and Travis Scott. And all of them he was like producing some of like their first songs. He is rumored to have an album coming out with Future and is apparently quite involved with Playboy Cardi's new album as well. He is number one in the world right now on the charts and I just want to see how this changes because I think he's going to become the biggest producer of all time. My favorite songs of all time include Wait For You by Future, Drake and Thames, One by Ed Sheeran, I'm A Mess by Ed Sheeran, I tried to only include one but I had to include these two, Life Change by Lil TJ, Trance with Metro Boomin, Travis Scott and Young Thug, Superhero with Metro Boomin, Future, and Chris Brown. Umbrella with Metro Boomin, 21 Savage, and Young Nudie. Again, like I couldn't just choose one track. I had to like add multiple. Silent Hill with Kendrick Lamar and Kodak Black. I'm Sorry by Tyler the Creator. My favorite artists of all time include Ed Sheeran at number one, The Weeknd at number two, Post Malone at number three, then Travis Scott, Tyler the Creator, Kid Cudi, Scissor, Chris Brown, 
The Kid Leroy and Don Tolliver. My favorite rappers of all time are number one, Future. Number two, 21 Savage. Number three, Lil Baby. Number four, Travis Scott. And then you have Drake, Lil Uzi, Young Thug, Lil Wayne, Kendrick Lamar, and Lil Durk. So here are some of the albums that are out now and the most recent rap and hip-hop albums, as well as some of the most anticipated albums that I have coming out. And the albums that just dropped include Business is Business by Young Thug, Pink Tape by Lil Uzi, A Gifted a Curse by Gunner, and 222 by, by Lil TJ, which is also the latest one. Also, Youngboy has an album called Green Flag Activity Volume 2, and King Von has an album called Grandson, which just dropped. The albums yet to drop and the most anticipated albums for me are Austin by Post Malone and Travis Scott Utopia, which I am looking forward to the most. Also yet to release and rumored to release are albums from J. Cole, Playboy Cardi and ASAP Rocky. I am looking forward to hearing Austin by Post Malone the most because I really like 12 Karat Toothache and I used to listen to it all the time. And Post Malone is one of my favorite artists and one of the best artists of all time in my opinion. I just think that he is so talented, his sound and style is so unique and diverse. It's almost like it's so soulful and like you can feel the music and there is such like an emotional aspect that I think a lot of people can relate to and like connect with. And I really can't wait for this next album because I think it will express like a more personal side of Post Malone that maybe we haven't seen a lot before. And I'm just so excited for its release. I'm also really looking forward to listening to Utopia because I love Travis Scott's music and I really feel like he is at the top of his game. And there's really no one else that like compares to him at his level because his style and sound is like so unique. I feel like every one of his songs has a different artistic style almost and it's all like composed and produced so well where they all have like a different theme and it's like an experience every time he drops an album because you can like never know what to expect from his music. When you listen to his music, you feel like so elevated. It's like a cinematic soundtrack and you almost like see a visual appearing as you're listening to it. I've like never seen this before and it's like so evocative and expressive. I don't know, it's like hard to explain, but it feels like you're high. It's like a psychedelic kind of sound, which I also think will be part of the theme of this next album, which is why I'm so looking forward to Utopia by Travis Scott. I've really liked both Escape Plan and Mafia from the Dystopia release, which I think was a really good setup to Utopia. I wonder if they'll release like two discs, one for Dystopia and Utopia, but I'm not sure yet how it will work. I just really can't wait for it to come out and see what features they have on it. I want there to be features by Drake, Lil Baby, Future, and 21 Savage. Also maybe ASAP Rocky too. It would also be really cool for it to be produced by Metro Boomin or for him to have a few songs on there. But I also really want to listen to a few of Travis Scott's singles that he has on this because I feel like Travis Scott is one of them rare artists who has like massive songs that are like only singles without features. And that like doesn't usually happen in the, in the hip hop space. Thanks for listening to this episode of the XOS Podcast. If you would like to follow me on Spotify, you can view all the previous podcast episodes on there. You can also subscribe to the podcast on YouTube and Rumble. We are also on all our social medias, including Snapchat, TikTok, and Instagram, as well as YouTube Shorts, where we, where you can view all the short-form content. I'm also trying to get on Apple Music and all the other podcast platforms. But until then, thanks again for listening to this episode of the XOS Podcast, and I'll see you in the next one.